podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone, welcome to your Game Week 26 team news. Head of the double, head of the deadline tomorrow. There's some big things to discuss. There's a storm kicking off. There's bins all around my house. I don't know about <laughs> you, Neil, but yeah, it's uh, it's crazy around here at the moment. Yeah, it's, I can, you can probably hear it rattling on the window throughout, the, throughout this <laughs> YouTube video. Yeah, it's it's really bad. I'm visiting the in-laws at the moment down south and timed it yeah. beautifully, beautifully <laughs> with some lovely weather. <laughs> lovely. Do we do we think the storms are going to affect anything before we get into the player stuff? Yeah, if anyone's anyone's listening or watching from abroad isn't really aware what's going on, this is um, Storm uh, Eunice. I think Eunice, yeah. Eunice, yeah. And um, it's it's meant to sort of peak today. In fact, it's already probably peak in uh, in most of the UK. So you would think by tomorrow it wouldn't be an issue. I guess the only the only possibility is damage or structural damage. Um, but I've not heard anything yet. Keep our eyes peeled. At least we've got till the deadline tomorrow to yeah. assess the fallout from this. But um, I think it's probably going to blow through by the time by the time sort of evening okay. tonight. That's good. Let's run with the assumption that all the games are going to go ahead. Yeah. We can't have any more disruption, surely, not after all the stuff that's happened uh, so far. Um, all right, let's get straight into it then. Uh, we've got loads of, uh, well, we've got all 20 teams to to talk about. And we'll go through in kind of fixture order like we normally do. Uh, we'll start with West Ham Newcastle, which is the first game uh, tomorrow at half past 12. What's happening, Neil? Yes, um, at West Ham, we haven't really... <laughs> Heard a great deal of from 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 David Moyes. He's um, mentioned Kurt Zuma by name. He had a, an illness last week. Ooh. and was forced to pull out in, in the warm up. Have I gone? No, I was just booing Kurt Zuma. Oh, sorry. You <laughs> 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 boo my um, connection or something? Um, yes, boo, Neil. So boo. They've <laughs> been like they've like been barracked after a poor performance or something. He's um, he's he should be okay. He's been back in um, training. Moyes called it a, a nasty bug or a nasty illness. I think it was a stomach bug. He pulled out the lineup with last week. He'd been back in training, and Moyes is hopeful. He did mention, not for the first time in the history of Moyes press conferences, that they've got one or two injuries, one or two knocks, and wouldn't name names. He's not the only manager to do that this week. Um, so we don't know who they are. I mean, there were some suggestions that Bowen took a, a little whack towards the end of last week. Say not that. had this confirmed anywhere. It was just doing the rounds on Twitter and, and elsewhere. Um, again, the good thing is is that it's the lunchtime kickoff tomorrow. So you would think by 11 o'clock we might have an inkling from one of the, the early team news guys as to whether that's there's any truth behind the bone thing. Um, but we, yeah, we don't know who these players are. And they might be fully recovered by the time we get the kickoff anyway. But yeah, Zuma's only name mentioned. Uh, he should be fine. And I think it's just Agbona and Masawagu who are definitely out. And Newcastle, uh, who are down Kieran Trippier. Of course, he's going to be out for much of the rest of the season. He's had surgery on his foot problem. They're also down another right back in the form of uh, Mankio, who would have would definitely come in for for um, a Trippier. But he's out as well. Not as serious, but he's going to miss this one. And they're still without uh, Richie Fernandez and Wilson, um, but targets back uh, from being ineligible last weekend, and Lascelles is fit as well after after illness. That is, I mean, Trippier was was playing so well, wasn't he? Just not just the free he kicks, was. but generally speaking, just just a great player. I think he's from what I've heard from behind the scenes is that he's had such a um, a massive effect on the club as well in terms of like dressing room experience and and 
um, sort of morale within that, within the club as well, and influential figure off the pitch. And he's paid his, his feedback, hopefully already in, the, in terms of two goals, um, which might be very, very crucial come the end of the season because we've mm. built a little bit of a advantage now over the bottom three. But um, yeah, it'd be a big miss. Will we see much of Kraft, Kraft going forward? Yeah, there's, there's two schools I thought about what will happen. One is Kraft coming in at, at right back, sort of straight, straight swap, um, in much inferior swap. Um, the other is that we might go to a wing-back system and that because of West Ham's aerial height uh, at Coleman as well, it's a Suchet and Dawson play another centre-half, put the cells in alongside uh, Fabian Scher and Dan Byrne and then have a, a Murphy or a Fraser as a wing-back. So um, it'd be one of those two options, I'm sure. I don't like to slate Premier League footballers because they're a lot better than I could ever dream of being, but Kraft <laughs> is not a particularly good footballer, in my no, opinion. he's not. <laughs> he's a Swedish Present international as well, isn't it? Which mm. doesn't tell you much about the rest of Sweden's right backs, but Ooh. he's um yeah he's he's very much third choice right back at our club. Swedish fans are kicking off, I'm sure. Listen to this. <laughs> uh, next, uh, Arsenal. Um, good double game week for Arsenal. This playing um, Brentford first, and then Wolves, who they beat, uh, you know, only a week or so um, ago. Uh, Mikel Arteta, yeah. what's he got to say about the squad? I've just finished this him, actually. It's pretty good. Um, Tommy Asu's back and, and Leno's back as well. Of course, Leno's not going to trouble Ramsdale, but Tommy Asu will come straight in at right back, you would think, if he's fully fit. There was some question about that because I think he'd only been in individual training earlier this week. He's been out for about a fortnight, I think, or three weeks with a calf problem. Um, but Arteta said today it's not perfect, but they can call upon him if they need him. So um, I think it's just uh, Martinelli who's out and he's suspended. Mm. He'll be back for the second double game week 26 fixture. Do you think he comes straight back in? It's a tricky one because I was I was writing an article about um, free hit midfielders and, and the Arsenal options. And I've mainly focused on Saka and Odegaard because because of the of the rotation risk, because of Martinelli missing the first one and and the risk associated with Smith Rowe. You know, he's been benched in six of the last seven, Smith Rowe. Um, so you'll start this one, I'm sure. But will Martinelli come straight up? Again, I guess it depends on what Smith Rowe does tomorrow. Yeah. If he if he has an absolute blinder, then it's it's a trickier route back in. I did hear suggestions that he was training uh, partly as a, as a nine as well, Martinelli, mm. um, earlier in the week, I think, to sort of help provide relief for Lacazette. So, you know, that, that's another route into the team. But yeah, I, I guess it all hinges on, on what happens tomorrow because that's how Martinelli got his chance in the first place, wasn't it? By um, a bit of an injury crisis, he came in and did so well that he was deemed undroppable and kept Smith Rowe out of the, out the side mm. from there. I mean, the nightmare for me, having just sold Marcelli and probably buying Lacazette, is that Marcelli comes in that second game up front. <laughs> that would be uh, that would be pretty horrible, but surely, surely not. Surely Lacazette. Plays. It would be just like this season, wouldn't it? It would. It would sum it up. Yep. Uh, okay, and their opponents, Brentford. Brentford, yeah, uh, the very last team I've covered. I think this afternoon. I was just talking about you uh, about them about um, five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And Frank says that uh, Ivan Tony will be assessed tomorrow. He's been back in light training. He's been out for, I think, a couple of weeks with a calf problem as well, but like Tommy Asu. So he's going to be assessed for, for match fitness. Ericsson won't feature in this one, but we may get a, a first sign of him in game week 27 because they are looking at the Newcastle game for his comeback. I think he may be playing in another friendly before then. I think he got, uh, was it an hour or so earlier this week? Mm. And um, he's near in a return, but he's not going to be involved for this one. Okay, good. Villa next. Good-looking single game week uh, for Villa. 
anything to report from Stephen Jarrett? Very glum, didn't he, in the Newcastle match? Yeah, he was he was pretty livid after the after the match, and we think there might be a few changes um, off the bat of that performance. And Gerard pretty much said as much himself. Uh, injury wise, it's, it's there's no difference really. It's uh, still Nakamba and Priori who are out, and Conser's suspended. This is his last game of his ban. Um, but yes, there was a bib theory going around on Twitter earlier today. I saw uh, Adam. <laughs> they usually <laughs> they usually pretty much accurate, bar one or two names. Um, as someone's pointed out before, why would they give away the lineup um, so naively by showing the eleven in bibs? So there might be one or two names um, within that who don't feature. But I'd, there was Watkins, um, Cash, and Douglas Louise were the notable unbibbed players, uh, and those were names who were touted as possible um, uh, benchable options <laughs> by some Villa fans who've been a bit out of form of late. Watkins hasn't been. Scoring, Douglas Louise has lost a bit of a form in the middle of the part, and Cash has sort of underwhelmed at right back as well. So um, I did hear suggestions even before this bib theory that those three were the ones at risk. So, poor um, Watkins right. owners, poor, poor Watkins owners. That is, you could. It's just been such a bad. Like, they've got they've got them in with a bit of foresight because they know that loads of doubles are coming up. Yeah, they haven't materialised when we thought they would. And then he missed a game through, was it COVID or, or an injury something or something? Something like that. Small injury. And then he may be at the point of losing his place now. So, <laughs> commiseration. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and how about Watford? Because this is uh, this is a very strange update from Hodgson, isn't it? Yes, echoing Moyes. And that, um, he's acknowledged that they've got some injuries, but he's not going to tell us who they are. He said, I'd, um, I'd still prefer not in the, in the manner of Mr Burns. Um, so he's. Uh, we don't know who these players are. It was. It was alluded to actually on the Watford website. They were at it as well. The, the club admin, when they said uh, earlier in the day that they've got two players who are going to have their fitnesses assessed, and they didn't say who it was. So all they've talked about in in that update was some fringe players like um, Nikulu, who's a couple of weeks away, and Peter Atebo, who's back in training. So we don't know who these injury doubts are, and I, I guess we won't find out. Imagine if it's Dennison King. <laughs> at least Dennis would get a better score than he did in the last game <laughs> that's true that's very true yeah, yeah. maybe owners hoping for, for him to be out uh, okay next a very blowy Brighton uh, playing against Burnley um, I, I, I love I, we do Burnley first because I was I loved being on Scout on Twitter yesterday when, when Sean Dyche uh, announced that Veghorst was expected to be okay there was like it was like a parade like through the streets yeah. with people um so excited to, to have him because they got a double double obviously a double game week this week and a double game week next week um so yeah good news from dice on on Veghorst for, for his owners or potential owners yeah I, i'll have to double check but i think this tweet got more likes on our account than the jota one <laughs> did <laughs> which just goes to show how how much double game week fever can infect a person's brain um he seems fine he seems all right. He's he's only been in light training, uh, a bit like a few names you mentioned already in this press conference roundup. But um, Dice was was very complimentary about his his base fitness levels and his willingness to play through pain. And he, he seems like such a Burnley signing, you know, like heart on the sleeve and willing to, to sweat blood for the cause. And um, Dice was pretty optimistic about him uh, recovering um, for this weekend. Playing with one being, leg, I think. Yeah, I, he seems like that. I, he sort of compared him. It was chalk and cheese with with Maxwell Cornia, who's I think the opposite of <laughs> of Vekos. He's he's got, I think, his natural stamina levels aren't great, 
um, certainly for, for Premier League levels. And um, they said they've been really sort of flogging them this week, going just to try and get them up to some sort of top flight, you know, um, minute uh, or match fitness. Because he's barely completed 90 minutes in his, in his time so far. He's always picking up little muscular injuries. I think he's had four or so, so far. Um, but he did last 90 minutes in the last game and Dice was just sort of comparing the two as to as to Veghost's durability. So I, I think Veghost's going to be it's going to be fine. Otherwise, it's just um, same as was before. Taylor and uh, it was Goodmanson are both back in training, but they're unlikely to, to make this first double game 26 feature anyway. And Vidra is a bit behind him. And uh, I think that's it. And probably unlikely that Lowton gets his place back. People have got burnt by that, haven't they? Well, those who went through yeah. with Roberts coming in. Another one. I think I've, I've used this this figure um, to the death now, but I think it was it was 51 games in a, in a row that Loughton had started really? at right back. Wow. Yeah. And uh, lo and behold, on the first double game week fixture a couple of weeks ago, he gets benched. And Burnley's been pretty good ever since at the back. Um, they've kept a couple of clean sheets. They've restricted United and Liverpool the one goal concession as well. Yep. So I, I don't think there's much incentive for, for Dice to bring Loughton back. Yeah, two goals conceded against Arsenal, United and Liverpool. It's a pretty, pretty yeah. good game. Yep. Uh, and my boys, Brighton, anything to report? I don't think there is. I think it's uh, the same as, as midweek. So just Sarmiento and, and Moetwe who are out. Um, Dunkley Bros are suspended. That's a, that's a fresh addition. He's He's got a one-match ban. And McAllister's finally shaking off a knock from, from Tuesday, but everyone else is okay. Excellent. Uh, next match is Palace versus Chelsea, who I can't remember seeing play football in ages. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it'd be nice to see them uh, again. Uh, let's start with the home team, start with um, Patriaria. I know um, Gallagher's obviously not available um, in this, but any other news from their camp? Nothing whatsoever, really. They've got, uh, as you say, Ferguson's out, but that's it. Uh, Gallagher uh, will be back for the second game week 26 fixture, even though he's red flagged. And uh, that's it. Will Hughes is shaking off a, an injury from last weekend and his train, so they're all good. Kuyarni is back as well from international duty. Edward Neil, does he start? He's someone I'm looking at. Stats are good. Uh, I don't know. I, I think um, he had such a stink last weekend. Um, I was sort of gauging opinion on the on the Palace fan boards, and they're trying to, well, they're hoping for anything but Edward through the middle. Really? Wow. Uh, yeah, I think Mateta or, or even Benteke, um, maybe for a bit of hold up play against against Chelsea because. Um, they'll need to sort of retain the ball as best they can. Um, so Edward's still got an alternative route to the team, of course. He can play out wide, as he has done. Probably look better out wide, actually, in his, in his mm. time at Palace. But they've got so much competition out there, like Zaha, Elise, Jordan Ayew, Eze can play there as well. So I would be staying clear of Edward, but um, I'll leave other people to make Probably their own decisions. Avoid. Probably the void. Yeah. Yep. And how about Chelsea? Chelsea, yeah, as you see, I, I can't remember. Was it January last time we saw them in terms of Premier League football? God knows. I didn't see any of the Club World Cup, I'll be honest. I know they weren't very um, good last time I saw them. <laughs> yeah, uh, they were kind of... They beat, Spurs, they beat Spurs, didn't they? They beat Spurs 2-0, but before that they were they were struggling. Um, they were crawling to the finish line, weren't they, for that winter they break? Were. They were really, yeah. Like, yeah, they looked tired. Um, they haven't got uh, James back yet. He's had a, a minor setback. It was He caught the flu just on the, on the cusp of a return to team training. He's going to do that next week. He's doing individual work at the moment. Um, Tuchel said he wasn't quite sure when exactly he'll be ready to play, but he says he's done as much as he can in terms of individual work. And then it's, and then we've got, I think, is it a fortnight before 28 before Chelsea are back in Premier League action? So we'll see if he's 
in the running for the AFL Cup final and then the FA Cup. So we'll get to, you know, like a bit of audition period for James, see where he's at before game week 28, which could be a double if the rumour mongers are, are correct. Um, so he's still out. Uh, Chilwell's out, obviously, for the season. And um, Mount, another significant uh, mm. Mount's out as well. He's out, not a, not a long-term one. He should be back for the the EFL Cup final, which is next weekend. So he's going to miss game week 26, but um, should be back in the run for 28. Excellent. All right. Big one next. What a lot of people are probably tuning into the stream for. And that is the Liverpool uh, versus Norwich team news roundup. Let's get straight into it. Jota, what's going on with mm. him? Drama. Yeah, big drama. And there's there's always something that crops up. Like Everyone says it's always a team gets one chance right at the end of a game. There's always something that a curveball... <laughs> For the early transfer makers, which um, makes it difficult to, to manage. Jota is out of the Norwich game, which is the first of Liverpool's two game 26 fixtures. Thereafter, we don't know what the prognosis is. Klopp says the assessment's still ongoing. It could be a very quick recovery, he says, or it could be the exact opposite. So they're, they're really leaving it um, open to suggestion. I think reports from the press, they we're talking about two weeks. That's what the initial journalist uh, prognosis was. But I don't suppose they'll know any better than the Liverpool club doctor. So he's had a scan. He's been on crutches. He's wearing a boot. Um, as Klopp said, that's just standard practice for, him, for, for someone to have a, a boot on, protective cast after any sort of injury. So there's nothing to be read into that necessarily. But he's definitely out of the first game of 26 feature. And I would I would think is a, is a huge doubt for the second one as well, which is against Leeds. Um, they've then got the, the cup final after that as well. So... I um I, I think he's twenty five percent now on FPL because there is that sliver of possibility that he's mm. back for Leeds, but I would think that's a that's a serious doubt now. Are you selling? Yes, I think I am. I think so. Um I've got I can do two moves to get a seller and I've got two frees, or I can I can and that would be involving Jota uh, as the two. If I make if I do a hit it would be just to get an extra Arsenal player in or a Wolves asset mm. with thirty in mind, but I think Jota's going because um, Liverpool will probably probably blank in 30 and then I've just got to see how 28 and 29 because I'm, I'm free hitting next week I think so yeah. I think he's going and and I've got a I didn't buy him at that, that lower price so it's not like I'm losing that much value in him so I think he's going yeah. how about yourself? Selling yeah definitely yeah. sell for me um, yeah. I'm point one of doing uh, Ronaldo and Jota to Salah and Lacazette, which is what I would like to do. Uh, always the way in it. So I'm probably going to yeah. take. A, I'm going to take a punt on um, Jimenez. I think do Antonio. I think I'm the same. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, just for that Leicester match, really. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. Jimenez's stats are, are, in, are getting a bit better, but I don't fully trust Wolves. But it's a bit fun, isn't it? Double game week. Yeah, they've they've, <laughs> they've looked a little bit better the last few game mm. weeks. They've scored a few more goals, but they've yeah. It is. It is. If if it wasn't a double game and if it wasn't bland game thirty, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be touching no. him. There's probably no. exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, any other news from Liverpool or just just the? Same? I don't think there is. No, I, I saw rumours that Oxley Chamberlain injured himself in the warm up, a warm down. Sorry, and um, I think injured himself in the warm down. The warm down. <laughs> I, I don't know how true that is. <laughs> I don't know how you do that. <laughs> I don't think he even got onto the pitch um, during the game. So uh, I, they were just internet rumours, and, and it's not like going to affect many people's teams anyway. And now I guess it's just a question of rotation. You know, it's it's um, mm. two double gimmick matches in between a Champions League tie and a, a final, a cup final. So I think we'll see a lot of players get at least yeah. one rest. 
I think, you know, Robertson's almost certainly going to get yeah. benched in one, I'd say. I mean, Van Dyke as well. I mean, Van Dyke would be the one that I'd, I'd go for over him and Robertson. But I yeah, see him potentially think, missing out as well. Well, he's, he's I've just had a look this, um, I think yesterday, and he hasn't been benched in the last four seasons, even when Liverpool were uh, um, in, you know, like running away with the league or, right. um, uh, you know, concentrating on cups. Van Dyke played every game. I don't think he's been benched or he was injured. Um, so I don't think he's had one substitute appearance mm. uh, in the league in that time. So he'd be the safe bet. I, would see, I could see Trent getting their bench in maybe because he started four in a row since the restart, 90-minute runouts in each of them. That's in the last 10 days. So you could see Milner coming in for maybe for, for one run out at right back. And then and then who knows further forward. Manny could get a rest this weekend because he started two in a row after Afghan. But it's all a guessing game and it's all um, yeah. based on uh, sort of educated punts and, and minutes and stuff like that. And we don't really know. Yeah, interesting about Van Dijk. Though. I didn't didn't know that. I thought we might have had a couple of rests. Hmm. Okay, uh, and Norwich. Norwich, yes. Um, he says forgetting about them and swiftly <laughs> looking at his team news. <laughs> a bit of an afterthought. Not sure many people are going to be moving for Norwich assets this well, week, but you never know. It always helps to see how weak they're going to be for for, exactly. the, for the Liverpool game. Yeah, they're actually not being too bad, but I think they're. As I said, they're going to their defensive improvements were kind of put in perspective last weekend when, when City humped them 4 0. <laughs> um, Adam Eder's out for the season. He was a, he was a sort of um, semi popular bench for a forward option. He was, he was sub 5 million and he'd been playing and scoring, but he's out for the season now with um, I think a combination of ankle and knee problems. Cruel's still out. Uh, Lucas Rupp's still out. Amon Bamadeli's out. And I think Sorensen's um, close, but. Not quite there. Um, Kabak's back. And um, Matthias Norman is ready or nearly ready to start according to Dean Smith. Um, was very influential earlier in the season. He was, uh, again, a, a, I won't even say a semi-popular option as a, as a fifth midfielder when when we had uh, fifth midfielders sitting on our benches. But he was um, a set-piece taking, um, shooting defensive mid mm. uh, who briefly shone in that Norwich team. But he, he should be back hopefully for this weekend. Yep. Nice. Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Uh, Southampton, Everton next. Southampton playing well recently. Everton mm-hmm. with a big win against Leeds for Lampard. Uh, what's Hassan Hootall got to say? He has given most people a clean bill of health, I think. Um, McCarthy and, and Lianco, um were long-term absentees with you, but anyway, Teller's had a little setback um, and he's going to be out for another week. Apart from that, we think everyone's all right. So Redmond has been back in training this week after an ankle knock. There's two other players flagged, Bednarak and Elian Yussi, um, from last weekend, but they have both been seen in training uh, this week as well. So um, it's just, yeah, a pretty much clean bill of health. The one note on side note on that is that um, Romain Perro, I think that's how you pronounce his name, the left-back, wasn't seen in training. Uh, as of was it yesterday or Wednesday in the in the sort of in the um, small sided games that they were playing, so there's a possible route there for Livermento back into the team. 
Um, but it might have been a completely innocent explanation, as often these things happen. It could have been a way to, you know, attend a, mm. a birth of a child or, you know, just in a, a recovery session in behind in the gym. So it could be any kind of reason. But it's worth noting anyway, if you um, if you uh, have liver mental. Yep. Okay. I do. So, yes. Yeah. Worry. Uh, Lampard? Yes. Damari Gray still out. He's still stinking up my team. And I think he might, um, hopefully I can get rid of him this week, but uh, Jota's injury might might make me keep him another week. Uh, Gray should be back next weekend, incidentally. Uh, Yerry Mina's long-term. I think Decorey and Delph are a couple of weeks away as well. And, um, uh, is that, oh yeah, Godfrey. Yeah, Godfrey's, yeah, Godfrey's out. Decorey is nearly back. Um, I think he's, I think he's re- rejoined training, so... He could be back with Gray in 27. Um, the only person to recover this week is uh, Mike Lenko, who's the left back. But I suspect he won't get in the team anyway because they are fresh off the back of a 3-0 win, which featured the likes of John Joe Kenny at left back and Awobi mm. on the right. And they did themselves no harm with, with that display last week. Yep, very nice. Uh, okay, next one is uh, City and Spurs, who also have a double game week. Uh, let's start with Pep. Uh, mostly about Grealish, I think this this conference was, well, not the whole conference, yeah. but the injury bit. <laughs> that's right, yeah, that's right, the interesting bit. Um, there was initially a question about general team news, and he said he hadn't seen the doctors yet, or, or trained with the players, so he didn't know. He was then asked about Grealish specifically, and he gave us more of an update on him, and it sounds like he's going to miss out in, in 26. Uh, he's got, uh, I think, a recurrence of what he had last season, that shin issue. Pep said it's not as bad as what it was when he was at Villa. Uh, I think that caused him to miss out quite a quite a big chunk of the season. But he's, um, I think he's he's going to be down to twenty five percent flag if he's not already, because it sounded pretty downbeat for this weekend. We're not sure about Jesus or Cole Palmer, but um, we'll hopefully get a look at the training ground images later on and see if they're any closer. But nothing new reported. Not that he was, not that he was asked about anything new. Um, but we don't suspect there was anything off off midweek. We don't we don't think there's. We didn't say anything or became aware of anything. Yeah. And um, I think, as I said before, it's, it, he, can, he can concentrate on the league now because they've got Peterborough in the FA Cup, which you think is a gimme. And then they've got a, a 5-0 up on Lisbon um, for the return leg. So between now and, and the international break, they can just play full strength in the league. Yeah, you'd think he'd go full strength in this. Up mm. to that. Yep. Okay, Spurs next. I think we're, rather than playing Where's Wally, I think we're trying to play Where's Regulon, right? Where the hell is he? Yeah, well, um, two bits to this update. Firstly, that he wasn't seen in training yesterday. Uh, this was um, our Football London report on this, and he was a notable absentee. And then we've had Conte's presser today, so he's he's ruled out uh, Skip and Tanganga. Dyer's back, he's available. And then he said, the, the curveball, that um, they've got one player who's got COVID, an unnamed player. Now, putting two and two together, the man who wasn't involved in training and this mysterious, anonymous COVID sufferer, then maybe it's a Region. Um, maybe we're leaping to, to conclusions there, but yeah. um, that would be the suspicion at this moment. So I wouldn't be banking on... I mean, I wouldn't be banking on two stars for Region anyway no. in a double game week, such as being his minute management. But this looks uh, doesn't look good. Would you sell? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I suppose it depends what your strategy is because they've got some decent fixtures afterwards, like Leeds in bland game week 27, and he might be back for that. Um, 30, I think, is doubtful. I think they look like they will blank, so it depends what your strategy is. But I wouldn't be, obviously, I'll be buying him. 
Um, I wouldn't have gone near him anyway, I think, just with a COVID or not, well, COVID, just because there is such yeah. a rotation risk there. Um, and he's, he, he wouldn't be interested in me at all. I think particularly if you're free-hitting in 27, moving for Tierney, Gabriel, um, or Sace, you know, gets you that good fixture on from 28 for Wolves and Arsenal, and you can yeah. just get rid of this headache and not have to deal yeah. with him every week. He's such a pain. Um, but obviously, if he has got COVID, sorry for calling you a pain, Sergio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, soon. Yeah. I hope you get better, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything on Kane, Son, or they just fine? Not that I've seen in terms of injuries. I'll, I'll go through Conte's presser later, see if there's anything, you know, like about tactical um, preferences or form or anything like that, but nothing injury-wise, no. Yep, cool. Okay, Leeds versus Manchester United. Next, they got absolutely hammered by Manu at Old Trafford. Their defensive stats indicate they could get hammered again, um, but it kind of depends on what United team's going to turn up. Um, what's the, I mean, this is... This is the kind of the most painful part of the teams every week is learning about Leeds' various injury you know, problems. <laughs> Any good news for them? Yeah, slightly positive. In that Dallas might not be Dallas might not be too seriously injured. Um, we thought the worst when he came off last weekend, but um, Bielsa said this morning that he hasn't been discarded from Sunday's game, so he might even recover for that. I think Leeds Live was saying that he's he's trained by himself this week. Avoided the murder ball sessions, um, so he might he might still make a, an appearance on Sunday. Fert was back as well, if in case he doesn't. So he's he's back in training after a hamstring problem, um, but nothing new apart from that. Uh, sorry, nothing different in terms of uh, recoveries. So Bamford's still out, Phillips is out, Cooper as well. Um, Hjeld, I think his name is. He's the the um, one of the deputies at, at left back. He's out for three weeks as well, um, but I think that's it. Okay, and Manchester United, because obviously a lot of people ditching the likes of Fernandes, Ronaldo. They've got a difficult Champions League game coming up. Let's start with the injury news, but then it'd be interesting to get your take on what you think the, the lineup's going to look like. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. It's because we, if it had been a clean bill of health for everyone, I would have thought Ronaldo gets rested than this. And um, he started back-to-back games in 25, and then he's got the Champions League tie on Tuesday. Uh, so Wednesday, sorry. And I would have assumed that he would have been benched for Cavani in this one. But Cavani's out, almost certainly out. Uh, according to Rangnick today, uh, he's got, as well as his groin issue, he's got a stomach problem as well. So I think... Um... Hmm. <laughs> what was that? Can't eat Daniel. Oh. Can't eat you. <laughs> now he's gone completely. Wow. Now can you hear me? Oh, yep. Can he? Uh, we, you may not be able to see me. Can you hear me? Yep. You sound a bit weird, but I can hear you. Oh, well. For some reason, getting a phone call to the landline buggered up everything. Um, <laughs> don't take a mind. Thanks up or something. But anyway, <laughs> that's exactly what it sounded like. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I can hear you. Yep. If you can hear me, that's good. Yeah. Where were we? Man United. Uh, so, yes, Cavani sounds like he's still out of this one. And the same is with two of Tom Heaton as well. Everyone else, though, Randy said was fit or back in training. So, uh, Eric Bai, Varane as well, missed out last week with illness. And uh, Matic uh, on top of that as well. But, um, yeah, it's just um, Cavani obviously being out lessens the risk for Ronaldo. I wouldn't say it eliminates it because there's always a, a prospect of a Rashford playing through the middle. Mm. Um, even Sancho, I suppose, could. 
It just depends what he does with it, with the, the sort of number, uh, the wingers, either side of Fernandez. But um, yeah, um, it's a tricky on this because the Leeds game will sap them of, of energy, given the opposition, and then you've got the Champions League thereafter. So yeah, it's a tough one to call. I'll have to have a, I'll have a look through the um, forums because I haven't, I haven't printed the lineup yet. But as I said, if if Cavani was fit, then I would have, but definitely predicted Ronaldo benching. Now mm-hmm. it might be maybe more like a start and then a withdrawal. Um, 60 70 minutes in, providing United are winning, um, which might be true for Fernandez as well because obviously he'll be trying to preserve the key players for, for um, for that Atletico game. Lots of uh, good comments in the in the chat about your about your dial up connection. Uh, <laughs> Matty asked if you've been kicked offline because your parents want to make a phone call, uh, which I like. Go <laughs> <laughs> well, back. Oh, you're back. Oh, lovely. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah. It does take me back to those those weird sounds of the dial-up uh, collection. I miss those days. AOL, I had. Remember AOL? Yes. Yeah. Wasn't even that long ago, really, when you think about it. No, like 20 years ago, something like that. It wasn't yeah. that long. Yeah. My, my, just completely not related to team moves, but my dad basically really liked dial-up and he refused to get broadband, even like for years <laughs> when everyone it. had it. We were, we were like the only cows that still had uh, still had dial-up. Um, painful. Uh, right, final <laughs> <laughs> final uh, teams then is uh, Wolves and Leicester, which is the final game um, on Sunday. I mentioned, well, we both mentioned that we're thinking of bringing in um, Jimenez. I think I'll just save your job here. Large has said that the squad's pretty much fit, right? And Martino's back in training and available. Everyone's fit. Everyone, everyone. Wow. We, even we thought it was a couple of weeks away, like Neto, uh, who hasn't been seen this season, Bolly as well. All these long-term injuries are now back involved and and ready to be selected according to, according to the boss today. So, no injury concerns whatsoever. No excuses for nil-nils and boring one-nil yeah. results. Wolves. Uh, okay, and Leicester. What does Rogers have to say? Yeah, so we we kind of haven't heard from Rogers, but we have. So he he, he was <laughs> in conference league action last night, and then he gave his his press conference after the game. Part of that would have been embargoed for I guess tonight or tomorrow for the Sunday match. Um, but we did hear some injury updates in the broadcast section last night and it concerned Madison and Soyuncu. Soyuncu came off with a, a knock to the knee um, and will be assessed. Madison was was something stranger. It was, a, I think it was health-related or possibly illness-related. He, he kind of just sat down um, in the middle of the pitch and I think he, he felt a bit faint going to Rogers hmm. and um, felt unwell and they took him off 20 minutes after coming on. So... Roger said after the game that he felt fine and he's been to see him, uh, but he will be assessed by medics today to see if he's going to be involved on Sunday. So obviously a little bit of a concern there. Um, mm. And we won't probably find out the full extent of that because Rogers won't be facing the media again. Any quotes that we get out now will be from last night when he wouldn't have had any any fresh information. So um, you're kind of going in blind on Madison this week, but it's hopefully it's good news in that in that. Roger saw him after the match and there was no undue concern. Yep. Perfect. Well, that is your team news uh, for the week, everyone. Um, I will add the timestamps uh, to this so you can go back and, and check through all the useful information that Neil's been giving. Uh, we've had a super chat. We don't actually take super chats on team news, but I will reply to it in the comment section um, after this stream as well. Uh, but yeah, Neil, before you go, what's your transfers this week then? Well, one of them's going to be Salah coming in um either for a Jota or gray and the other one's going to be downgrading ronaldo probably to a jimenez or a um brewer maybe it depends on how i want to play it depends on i think i'm playing towards um dead ending in 30 so it'll probably mm. be jimenez 
Yeah. And then on top of that, I might take hits to get in a sucker or someone like that. But I'm I'm not I'm not entirely sure. I could easily get through this without taking a hit, and because there's some nice single game matches like Cancelo and and Bowen and people like that as well. Couple of glasses of wine tonight, Neil. Be on a minus sixteen like everyone else seems to be. I fear that may be the case. <laughs> yeah, it often happens. It does. Amazing. Thanks so much. I will see you again next week.